Ace Podcast. Weird. Right on. You made it through the entire thing without singing. No, I was singing in here. In where, in, oh, we got a lot of space up there. Probably good. <laughs> it was echoey. Probably good sound up it there. Was nice and echoey. taking up space. We're in Studio Two, Craig. Yeah, this is the Weird Podcast. I'm Craig. Yeah, I'm, my name is Aaron. This and this is, is episode, as we've now figured out, episode 246. You know, a little, little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> we tried to record episode 246 uh, right before this and realized that somebody, not naming names, sent the somebody else, uh, the uh, so, someone else named Craig, I'll let you figure out who the person was who messed up, Craig. sent the wrong show notes. And so I'm over here trying to recreate last week's shows. And we could. We could. It'd be better, probably. So, uh, but anyhow. Yeah, well, you never know. This is the Weird News Podcast. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. This uh, this is the show that gives you all the news that you can use to blow a fuse. And it's all true. My name's Aaron. You you, just, you said that to me bef- in the meeting. In the band meeting, You said that with heart. That time, you, you yeah. sounded like you just read all, it. Okay. All the news that you can use to blow a fuse, and it's all trues. We're going to need you to do that one more time, please. Okay, we're going to need you to <laughs> That's all you, you get. Your motivation is... Because, uh, hey, I, mean, I know it's our Friday episode, but we've got to get to the... Top story. Hey, the strange case of the St. Paul Slapper. 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 Yeah, you got to say it like you're in St. Paul. The St. Paul Slapper. That's all right. He's got the Slapper. Watch out, St. Paul. A man is driving around and pulling his car o- 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 over? Over? Over his over. car over. <laughs> In order to approach and assault random strangers, strangers, at least five people have been victimized since December 12th, at which point the man was driving uh, a gray Toyota Tacoma. Oh, that's nice. Lately, he's been seen in a blue or light gray Subaru Outback um, with stolen plates. You know, I like a Subaru Outback. I think they're they're cool looking. Chandra drove one of those he around. He did for a while. But uh, what was he doing with all these stolen plates? Was he like, from like were they were they well, China? Yeah. Or were they no, like, they weren't China. They weren't the good plates. They were the heavy plates like at Waffle House. Paper seen, plates. Throwing them at people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, now Waffle House sounds kind of good. You ever pick up a plate? At, those things weigh like five pounds. I like the Waffle plates. House. Oh, I never eat there. Yeah. Strangely enough, I never eat there. Why not? I just don't think about it. I go rarely. Speaking of Sean, he and I used to meet there for breakfast once a week. We need to start that back. Uh, oh, I, now you're just going to tell me you and Sean are going to go meet yeah, once a week, and I'm not part exactly. of it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm good with that. Victims have been slapped in the face, hit with a wrench, and had Gatorade bottles thrown at them, according to St. Paul Police spokesman Steve Landers, who concedes this is oh, – he conceded. He's done. Uh, that uh, This is a new one for the cops. Well, uh, we uh, we have road rage incidents from time to time, Linder said, and we have fights that break out and assaults that occur, but we've never had one person driving around randomly throwing things and slapping people. We, peeper? Peeper. People. We've never encountered <laughs> that in my time. No one's been seriously injured but uh, by this man, but that doesn't mean he's not a danger to the community since posting the story of the St. Paul slapper, that's the SPS, uh, to social media a couple days ago, Lenders isn't aware of any solid tips, which is curious as the man has a distinctive look, a blue teardrop tattoo under his left eye. Well, that guy's been in the pokey. Yeah, he has. He's killed somebody, too, apparently. He's been in the big house. Yeah. The uh, You talking about the slammer? Yeah, the, uh, the Stony Lonesome. The, uh, <laughs> the Gray Bar Motel? <laughs> the big house. 
He's a uh, pokey. He's white. Seems a bit racist. <laughs> In his thirties, heavy set, about above. He's above two hundred pounds, and wears a ski mask as he does his. Wait, I call foul. I call shenanigans. Why? Why are you calling a foul? How do they know he's got a teardrop on his eye if he's got a ski mask on? You can see it. You know the 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 eye holes. Well, are, maybe they're know, giant eye holes. In they're those things. they're pretty big. Some ski masks have the larger, so your goggles. You know, it's. So I'm he's, just saying. So it's got giant eye holes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you're a giant eye hole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So uh <laughs> I'm sorry. He's also damaged vehicles during this. I'd like to remind everyone this is normally a family friendly show. Aaron, of what course. What's wrong with that? Kisses his mother with that mouth. <laughs> what? You can't just drive around St. Paul throwing things and slapping people and hitting them in the hitting them with wrenches. No. Linder said. Now, now it's getting serious. It's a weird situation. Clearly something's going on with the man's mentality, and Linder say Linder says say Linder says Linder says, Linder says uh, Saint <laughs> Paul's police could help both the assailant and the community by getting him off the street. Well, duh, that's what you do. <laughs> it's important we find out what's going on because you know we're cops. Linder said he might need help, and that's something we could help arrange with our mental health unit. That's the MHU, by the way. You know the MHU. The MHU, yes. Of course, we also want to hold him accountable for his actions. Anyone who see and th- this cop has been at uh, Waffle House several times can't even get a plate deed off him. <laughs> anyone, anyone, not, he, what a Linders. tragedy! Lenders makes chocolate too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Anyone who sees a man matching the, that description will just go to prison. You'll find a bunch of them. <laughs> Call nine one one immediately and let police know his whereabouts. And anyone living in or visiting St. Paul should keep an eye out for an approaching stranger with a teardrop tattoo and wearing a ski mask. Well, yeah, that should be easy to, to notice. What if it was a Nashville slapper? You and I could go downtown and we could find this guy. But it's St. Paul. I'm not going that far. No. I mean, if it was Nashville, we'd get down there and just... But nobody talks to us. Why would they stop and slap us? I well, think, I can think of a lot of reasons they would stop and slap us. I mean, there's pe- people nowadays. You got to be careful. People, people are crazy. I mean, I'd rather take a, a a blow to the head with a you know him throwing a wrench or a plate at me than like a knife or a gun. I'd rather take. Uh, I, I I would if I had my choice of would what you he rather? Does, would you rather if I had my choice of what this guy does? I'd take the Gatorade bottle thrown because it, it they're but it's it's well, as long as he didn't refill it with something else, it would be delicious. Yeah, if it was a brand new bottle, I could catch it, drink it, like or the, if he's already drink like the plastic, drink half the of plastic it. ring has not been breached. It, well, correct. Yes, it was new. I'd say thank brand you. Brand new and refrigerated. Wave at him, you know. And if you're lucky, maybe toss you a Snickers. I wonder what it would what people have to do to to get him to slap him. I mean, there's Probably people just, in my life that I'd like to, but I have self control. Right. My face thanks you. Let's go down under. What? Australia. It's, it's Australia, mate. Land of the uh, blooming onion. And this woman's not slapping people and throwing Gatorade around, right? Hey, you know, before you get into this Australian story, yeah, we're going to listen to this guy sing and then I'm going to say something. So glad he's back. Yeah, me too. So, uh, a shout out to Adam. 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 We don't hear from you anymore, Adam. Yeah, what's up with that? Where you been, Adam? What's up? Adam, where you been, mate? You down under? Yeah, mate. You got too many uh, chocolate thunders? Yeah, mate. It's like a chocolate storm. Hey, uh, yeah, mate. Uh, thinking about you the other day, mate, when I got my Vegemite out of the uh, yeah, the cupboard. I'm going to make a, I, he, Craig said, I'm making a beer sandwich. Basically. Yeah. A beer sandwich. Yeah. Well, Vegemite to me does taste a lot like beer. Yeah. Yeah, it does. All right. Headline you, is. You didn't try it, did you? 
Yes, I did. I try gave it to you, but you thought it was disgusting. No, I didn't think it was disgusting. You're not a real Australian like myself. <laughs> I've just <laughs> lost my ac- I've just lost my accent because I've been over here for so long. <laughs> Whatever. Headline is Sydney throw ax- a shrimp in the Bobby. Sydney axe attacks. A woman Say jailed for wounding Seven Eleven customers. That doesn't they've mean 711. They've got 711s in Australia. You're darn right they you do, know, mate. The, the, Where are you going to get your big gulp, huh? I'm still waiting for our 711s to return to the Tennessee area. They're in. It's it's happening, but it hadn't happened yet. I can't wait. I, I miss I it. don't know. I've kind of gotten, I'm a Speedway guy now, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 711, you know, I don't know if they can compete with the, that coolness. But the thing is, uh, this, this woman... Uh, She's randomly attacked two people with an axe mm-hmm. in an Australian convenience store. Well, gonna, She's I mean, been jailed. It's not like you're going to attack somebody randomly with, with a bottle of Gatorade. I mean, come yeah, on. That's what I'm saying. This is this is a little more violent than our friends at St. Paul. Well, what, you going to tell us about it or Evie we got to beg you? Evie Amati, Evie Amati, age 26, seriously wounded the man at the 7-Eleven in Sydney in January of 2017. So... This is going back a bit, but uh, it's in the news now for a reason. She swung her axe at the third customer, but did not injure him. Could you imagine if she swung that thing? She missed, but that axe head came off. Oh, my gosh. That's I'm awful. always afraid with axes that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it has. It, mean, it, it happened. Well, there's a pretty good there's a pretty good story from the old bible about that that's right that's where you're, it floated it floated yeah <laughs> that was amazing and that same guy you don't mess with him you know why why he sick some ba- he sick the bear on some kids you ain't kidding yeah just for calling him baldy yeah called him baldy that's a great story <laughs> kids you know if you're not reading your bible you should because there's some awesome <laughs> stories in there <laughs> on friday now this is this is what brings us back oh anyway she uh amati pleaded not guilty on mental health health grounds last year but this Friday, this past Friday, a judge sentenced her to a maximum of nine years in prison for the very serious incident. I and would say that ranks a little higher than very serious. Oh, that's right, mate. Uh, the good. What judge. if she would have hit, mate? What if she would have hit the display to handle the Vegemite on it? Or maybe the Foster's. Uh, wait, if she was to hit the shrimp that we put on the Barbie? Or maybe the chocolate thunder? Yeah. It would explode, yeah. Yeah. mate. What about the blue yeah, onion? That's not got, a knife. <laughs> what if they that's got, an axe. Well, well, it's not a knife. <laughs> the risk of death was high in each case. You know how many people listening to this in Australia just stopped to look at what podcast they were listening to because they thought they were listening to weird. That's right. And they were hearing Australians. No, they think they're listening to weird. Weird. Yeah, weird. Weird, mate. This is weird. In the jocks. Can't get back to what the judge was saying here. He said, the risk of death was high in each case, and the fact that the death did not occur was entirely a matter of good fortune, Judge Mark Williams told the New South Wales District Court. Security footage. That's the NSWDC, by the way. Security footage, which is very scary, played uh, during the trial, showed Amati approaching her first victim. This guy's just shopping at the 7-Eleven. Probably planning on what flavor of Big Gulp to Probably get. Probably getting the, you know, it's like that guy. Remember the story we had? The guy was trying to get a, a Slurpee, and the guy was flipping out on him. Yeah, I remember, remember that, that story. Yeah. The guy was, he was like, he's just trying to get us. And he was in Australia, wasn't <laughs> he? He's get his Slurpee, and mate. He's trying to get me a Slurpee, mate. What's wrong, mate? Look, they got the collector's cup. It's got a wa- wombat on it. Oh, that'd, mate. Be, that'd be a great collector's cup. Maybe one with a uh, wombat, one with a, a kangaroo, a, can- a joey. It's got a little joey on it. A wallaby. Yeah. And maybe a giant python. Yeah. Yeah. Something dangerous like a spider. Maybe one of those uh, funnel web spiders. Yeah. A woodsman spider. Oh. That's a huntsman, mate. Not woodsman. That well, guy carries an axe. This is a huntsman spider, mate. In this story, it would have been a woodsman. Because he had a wee little axe. That's right. In each of his eight legs. Ben Rimmer, as he waited to buy a meat pie. Mm, meat pies. 
After a brief conversation, she struck Mr. Rimmer in the face. He was knocked to the ground with a four, a four inch. Fa- That's what I'm saying. Four inch facial wound and fractures. You know, we call that here in the States. Insanity. A slasher movie. She then attacked her second victim, Sharon Hacker. <laughs> real, real she name. smoked a lot. She a, hacked on Hacker near yes. the door, fracturing that woman's skull. Dude, we're making light of this, but we shouldn't. This is horrible. Amati turned on a third customer. Nah, I take it back. We probably should be making light of this. Shane Redwood, he's the one that brought the Huntsman spider that in. That guy's a big tree. Hey, come here, spider. But he shielded himself using his backpack. Why would you say, come here, spider? Because it's uh, Shane Redwood. He brought the woodsman spider with him, mate. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> right. So, but he shielded himself using his backpack, and she was arrested shortly after that attack. Uh, the court heard that Amadi had been out of her mind after consuming drugs, alcohol, and prescription medication. So drugs, alcohol, and drugs. She testified that her mental health had declined prior to the attack. I guess so. After she began taking uh, drugs... Oh, boy. However, uh, jury rejected her lawyer's argument that she was suffering from mental derangement. She'll be up for parole, Craig, 2021. Well, that's not that long at that's all. That's not long at all. It's like, just, that's like three years away, yeah, mate. See, Adam's going to be sitting around with his friends. going to be happy to hear this and say, mate, we got to talk. <laughs> these guys, you like these guys? <laughs> they don't sound Australian at all. Who put them on the podcast network? Was it you? Did it, They don't know that. We actually are speaking normally, but we filter it into Australia so they can understand. Yeah, that's one of the there, good there's things a about sound it. filter. Exactly. It's one of the good things uh, about using Adobe Audition. You can get these filters, and there's one. That, look, I'll turn it on now. Hey, there it is. Now, see how it sounds? Yeah, yeah. it's right, Mike. Yeah, so you, you, we yeah. sound so Australian now. Cut it off over here, and now we're back. Yeah, that was a cute little it's bit. It's pretty good. That was a cute little bit you just did there. <laughs> Flat, hey, what you talking about, headline? <laughs> Flat Earthers are planning their first cruise. Oh, <laughs> this ought to work great. <laughs> they're no, they're in no danger of flying off the side of the earth. No, Flat Earthers from around the, around the world. Around that's a contradiction. Around the globe are planning a cruise for their 2020 international conference. Are you going? They've got conferences. You going? I went to the last one, but it just kind of <laughs> fell flat. <laughs> I saw that one coming around the bend. <laughs> But uh, they failed to notice one major flaw in their plans. The cruise will bring like-minded people together who believe that the Earth does not have a north or south pole and is just a stationary plate with an ice wall on the perimeter. Promised to be the biggest, boldest, best adventure yet, Flat Earthers on the cruise will be able to enjoy restaurants, swimming pools, and artificial surf waves. But there's just one problem for those looking to celebrate the flatness of the Earth. The navigational systems... That the cruise ships are based on uh, use. Let me try that again. The Go cruise ahead. ships are uh, use are based on spherical Earth. Uh, little Hinky Kajir, <laughs> a former cruise ship captain uh, who sailed all over the globe during a twenty three. Did you cr- call him Little Hinky? Little Hinky, it's Hink <laughs> Kajir. And before anybody starts jumping on me, being like making That's fun it. of it. The thing is, if I call you, well, if your name would lend itself, to, like, um, you know, cr- you know, somebody said, uh, you know, Craigy, which I hate. When Craig, do, Craig, Craigy, Craigy. You yeah. put a Y there, Stevie, that kind of thing. I just added Hink, put Hinky there, Hinky. Uh, anyway, ships navigate based on the principle that the Earth is round because it is. Nautical charts are designed with that in mind that the Earth is round. Ships and other vessels uh, use the same global positioning system used in cars, which involve 24 satellites orbiting the planet to provide information at all times. As Kajir explained, there are 24 
because of the curvature of the Earth. On the on a flat surface, you would need at least th- uh, three satellites to pinpoint a location through a process. A process. <laughs> through a process. Still Australia, in Australian country, <laughs> Australia. I'm crazy. Look at you. me. I've been across the table from Aaron too long. <laughs> Uh, you would need at least three satellites to pinpoint a location through a process called triangulation. <laughs> Kajir added, I have sailed two million miles, give or take. I have not encountered one sea captain who believes the Earth is flat. Because they all fell off. <laughs> all right, Craig. Growing up here in the South, there was always this Ford Chevy. Yeah, it's like Coke, chain- and, Coke and Pepsi yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. We all know Coke is the, the best. Just yeah. like we know... Uh, Ford is better than Chevy. I would probably agree with that. Okay. Personal opinion only. Listen to what Ford's done now. Headline is Ford has just made a robotic buttock. Robotic? Robotic. Like the way you said that? Robotic. You're lying. Buttock. Okay. That can sweat. Why? Well, let's let's see. Ever wondered how they actually test the functionality and comfort of a car seat? I always thought they just hired people to, how's this feel? You know what's funny about that first sentence? What? I promise you there is no one that has ever sat around wondering <laughs> how they actually tested the functionality and comfort of a car seat. Uh, and if they that's did. Why he, that's why after that question, he says, me neither. Yeah, he says, me neither. Apparently, though, it's not, it's not something Ford entrusts to humans, but it's one of those activities which they feel best suits the work of robots. Robots? Right. Robots? Robots. robots. So you made that up now. No, that's, because they understand our butts, apparently. And they're becoming freak, uh, frighteningly lifelike, these robots. We had an episode of Wisecracks Radio Hour that featured robots. What's that show? And it was pronounced robots in the program. Uh, is that the show that got canceled? No, it didn't get canceled. Is uh, that the show that just went away and never came back? Season three of Wisecracks Radio Hour is uh-huh. going to be so good because we're, we're really putting a lot of time and effort into the scripts and into the sound effects. And that's what's taken so long for season three to get here. You, One and two you, are out. You, sir, are making crap up now. <laughs> I am not. You, sir, are a robotic buttock. <laughs> Back in 2017, Ford introduced the uh, robotic butt called, what's it called, Craig? The robot. The robot, which is essentially just a cushion at the end of a robotic arm that performs CPR on car seats. <laughs> Oh, there's a picture of it uh, for days at a time, and to that just I have this. This might be the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I have this vision of uh, this robot doing CPR on a car seat and, and wanting it to breathe or something. I don't know. Live. <laughs> so t- they they try to, they quickly recreate recreate ten years of wear and tear. So it's it's really an ingenious way to better understand how the most important components of a of comfort in a car would last over. You know, if American car, well, I'm, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go down that alley where I was headed. Go yeah. ahead. Well, I was just going to say, if, if they had put if they put as much attention into the functionality of the engine and uh-huh. and less into the comfort of the cabin, the aesthetics. Because I'm more interested in my car getting me from A to B. Right. And that's why I drive a Toyota because I've had excellent i don't want to say luck you've because had, you you've had you've, you've well you've only had how many of you had oh we were a toyota family we've had hondas and we've got one honda now your name's aaron toyota yes domo arigato <laughs> kanishiwa <laughs> anyway to better mimic real life usage like getting into your car after working out at the gym the robot now has the ability the what the robot now has the ability to sweat it's cushions. Tonight's, I'm switching it on you. Oh, go, go. I don't know if this, I really kind of feel like this should be an album title, not a band name. The Ability to Sweat. 
by the robots. <laughs> that works. I like that as an album name. Yes. What a great album name, The Ability to Sweat. So they, it's cushionings heated, you know, it, it, they, they, it doesn't really sweat because it's not a human, but, you know, they make it like it squirts out sweat. some moisture. That's right. That sounded nasty. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. That's a pretty good story, Mike. You think? Man's, oh, wait, what you talking about, headline? Uh-oh. Man stabbed third. Wait, we got to do this. Well, I wish you'd do it. Oh, it's a Russian story. Yes. What's the hurry? (laughs) (laughs) Russian. I see what you did there. (laughs) Slow down. I'm going to go for this. You ready? Yeah, do it. Man stabbed 13 times by girlfriend proposes to her in court. You did that perfectly. No, not that part. This part. This happened in (laughs) Nizhnikamsk, Russia. I don't think that was even close. Nizhnikamsk. Oh, you got to talk like it's a backward uh, record going backwards. Nizing's mask? Nizing. Russia? Backwards masking on the weird podcast. What if I just said something? I didn't know it. Oh. A Russian man popped the question to his girlfriend as she faced prison time for stabbing him 13 times. According to the Daily Mail, didn't come in my mailbox today. <laughs> the man named Shakur. Oh was nearly murdered after his girlfriend stabbed him multiple times in a frantic knife attack. Good grief. What's um, he going to do? Marry her? Uh, Shakur was eventually able to get away and needed three weeks to recover from stab wounds all over his body. See, I knew he'd come back and record another album. <laughs> Tupac. Yeah. That's, isn't this him? <laughs> yeah, Shaker. Shaker. <laughs> Two shots for sure. <laughs> That's terrible. The woman who was not there, I go just alienated that entire group <laughs> Way of people. Way to go, man! The woman, the, our 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 numbers just got cut from like four listeners to like three or maybe two. Maybe hello, hello. Pop, Pops is still listening. The woman who was not identified uh, pleaded guilty to the incident, but said she was drunk at the time and she did not intend to kill her boyfriend. She faced six years in prison, but according to a report cited by the Daily Mail. The man proposed to her and begged the judge not to send her to jail. The judge reportedly postponed a decision a decision on the sentencing until uh, a future hearing. I kind of think the judge should at least take into consideration. I mean, she broke a law. She was violent, all that kind of stuff. But the guy that just got stabbed said, please have some leniency. <laughs> she stabbed him 13 times. He stood up and grabbed a glass of water and took a swig and <laughs> sprayed out all over all the place. Over and he got con- then contempt of court and all that stuff happened. But I think that it's time for that beautiful, beautiful theme song. That one? Yeah, it is. It's a twofer. Headline is, KFC employee hits Florida man in the face with a box of chicken. Of course, this happened in Jacksonville, Florida. A Florida man is accusing a KFC worker of hitting him in the face with a box of chicken. This is a crime on two levels. Absolutely. One, for wasting some delicious fried chicken. We could also do this. It's a threefer. Yeah, it's true. Sort of. Okay, that's enough of that. A Florida man is accusing a KFC worker of hitting him in the face with a box of chicken. Jacksonville Sheriff's Office is investigating the alleged attack at a fast food restaurant. The victim, Ronald Jenkins. <laughs> I wonder if he's getting to Leroy. Leroy! At least I got chicken. That's what he says. I'm watching a video. I I got a notice a minute ago while we were recording. Oh, yeah. There was a local video on the Ring doorbell app, and there's a fox walking by who apparently ate a bunch of chickens that belonged (laughs) to somebody. 
which basically means you can't even have anything without a like a. I know a, we've got coyotes in the area. I've seen a lot of those posts the lately. Dude, the dudes that bring uh, illegals the, in over maybe, the border. Maybe that fox came with the coyotes. So he was brought over. She. Or she? It's a fox, yeah. They're all female. Oh, I see what you mean. Ronald Jenkins became upset because he didn't see the employee preparing his food wearing gloves, according to the police report. That's when Jackson began recording video on his phone. The video showed Jenkins waiting for his order at the drive-thru window. Words were exchanged between the two after the employee noticed he was recording the video. The employee is afterwards seen throwing the food out out of the drive-thru window and hitting Jenkins in the face. What is wrong with people? I don't know. Something is really wrong with people. She didn't throw it. She actually swung it and hit me in the face with it, basically. It wasn't a throw. It was a backhand pow, Jenkins explained. It hit me in the mouth and damaged my tooth. My glasses fell off. My tooth was bleeding. Ow. That just hurts to think about. I mean, ugh. that guy's getting set up for at least a year's worth of free chicken, right? Yeah. Somebody better give him some free chicken. At least I got chicken. When deputies <laughs> arrived, right. they arrested Shade Simmons. I'm the real Simmons. Was it really Shade? She was was Shade, yeah. Young Shade Simmons on a battery charge. She was charging her battery on the clock, apparently. They call him throwing shade. (laughs) Throwing rump. (laughs) She's trying to get away. Is that it? That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's it. Yeah, it was a three for, but a very short one. Now, this did not end. This was not going to be what I was hoping it was. I shouldn't say hoping, but it was going to be the most amazing irony. (laughs) Yes. But it was. It wasn't. But to catch a predator host, Chris Hansen was arrested. Why don't you have a seat? Huh? Why don't you have a seat? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, You're free to go if you want. I mean, I was just here because I was picking up something. (laughs) I was supposed to drop this off for somebody. But but when I saw that, that Chris Hansen to catch a predator was arrested, I thought, oh my gosh, it's going to be something that he would catch people for. But it wasn't. It was for writing bad checks. What's happened to old Chris Hansen? Why is he stooped so low? I mean, did the checks have an expiration date? That's why they were bad? They or said, he literally had no money? He went to the bank and said, why don't you have a seat? Or you're free to go if you want. <laughs> you're free. Um, I'm not the police. You've got no money. I'm a reporter. <laughs> I'm reporting to you that you've got no money and you're writing bad checks. For many years, investigative journalist Chris Hansen has been uh, has been established as someone who's tough on crime. He became famous for his stint hosting NBC series to catch a predator. They need to bring that back and bring him back because apparently he needs a paycheck. Yeah, did, not, did, were you a fan of that show? I loved it. Well, I, I was, too. I was, I, I loved it because he was so calm. Yeah, and um. Yeah, they, were, they were catching, if it was all legit, they were catching bad guys. They were the, catching bad guys, and, and they, they were, deserved it. And they were baiting them, but they were baiting them. That's the kind of people I want baited. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He baited, always said. Baited, not mated. No, exa- bingo. Bingo. I would I would trademark that if Put I were that on a, on a t-shirt, yeah. people. But he would always say, you can leave if you want. Yeah. There, was like, there was like seven different tones in the word want with him. I don't remember those details, but I remember you just knew that uncomfortable <laughs> walk of shame to the chair to sit down. Yes, and, dry, and set their bag of beer on the counter. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're not laughing about the crime. No, because it doesn't but, happen. We can laugh now. But but anyway, so, so Chris Hansen, for many years, as we said, 
was um, he was famous for hosting To Catch a Predator, which documented the arrest of online predators through sting operations, which I really do think they should bring that back. Yeah, and, and, would, you know, Sting's not real busy anymore. No, no. Since uh, Andy and well, the, since, the police. Right. I mean, he, he's making all that money off of Andy. Right. Uh, Hanson would later host the investigative news series Crime Watch Daily, which concluded its run in 2018. Also, the host of the investigation discovery series Killer Instinct, which was a great video game, by the way, back in like the 90s. <laughs> Uh, it seemed rather clear Hansen was not keen on criminals. Now the famous newsman is finding himself on the other side of the law as Hansen was placed under arrest in Stamford, Connecticut, facing a felony charge of his own. According to the Stamford Police Department, Chris Hansen turned himself in on Monday after a warrant was issued for his arrest. He was being charged with larceny for allegedly writing bad checks to a local vendor for promotional items like hats, shirts, m- and mugs totaling 13000 What do they say, Chris Hansen? <laughs> After he goes, I thought I'd make money. I don't know. I just can't afford it now. He bought these hats and said, why don't you have a seat? You don't you have a seat. <laughs> After an initial ch- uh, check written to the vendor in summer of 2017 bounced, uh, the two went back and forth until April 2018 when Hansen wrote another check. Like the first one, this check also bounced. This led to law enforcement getting involved with authorities issuing a warrant for Hansen's arrest after the journalist refused to speak with police. So do people people still write checks? Um, I mean, if you're Apparently. well, if you're buying, uh, let's say it was it was his quote unquote company. Let's say it was Chris Hansen Productions or something. If he was doing CHP, a, yeah, yeah, CHP. Um, I would say it would still be pretty likely if it was a company exchange. They would he would pay within us. He'd be invoiced. He'd pay for the. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it would. It doesn't seem like it'd be that uncommon if you were a business. If you're a person, I don't necessarily. When's think, the last time you wrote a check? No, oh, I don't know. Yeah, me either. But as a but as a business transaction for thirteen thousand uh, dollars, he probably wrote it on a company check or something. That's what, I'm, that's what I would presume. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. All right, I'm just I was just and curious. So, so he could have easily had something like. An umbrella thing of Chris Hansen Productions or whatever he calls, whatever he's doing, and wrote him a check for, and then the it, it just bounced. I mean, he could have written him a personal check, but it seems like I used to. <clears throat> you may not remember this, but I used to buy promotional items in a former job years ago. Yeah, for, back for, when everybody wrote checks for movies. Correct. And I'd spend eighty thousand dollars on a tub of popcorn, drop of a Chris Hansen hat. Yeah, yeah. like I'd put. You know, you know, you, you ever go? You ever go to the movie theater? Movie theater. You ever go to the, the movie store? Rent a movie back in the day, and they'd have like some kind of gimme give, giveaway thing, like T-shirts for. Or you see the people working there would wearing like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off T-shirt or something. Yeah, yeah. That's what we yeah. would do. We would make those. Yeah. Because it would entice the retailer. Well, I don't to know buy, if you to buy this. more videos. So to finish the thought, so if 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 that was a Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and you thought, or Back to the Future, yeah, you, you thought that it was gonna, they needed to have at least eight copies or you wanted them to have eight copies you'd entice them to not buy just six you'd say you buy eight and we send you a dozen t-shirts or, or maybe just one or two really it didn't take much yeah we uh i was uh i worked at camelot music and uh-huh. i was in the video department there and we got to keep a lot of that stuff yeah 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 so i wish i still on. had i remember when the movie fargo came out they sent us snow globes that had the little wood chipper and there was a little bloody yeah. snow and you shook it up well, that's awesome we have i still have in my closet um some skeletons and a <laughs> no. I have um. I have a. I have a back. I have the. I. I love the Letterman jackets. The ones that love oh, yeah. the leather yeah. sleeves. Yeah. And so the guy. Like what I'm wearing. This is the, yeah something. right. Yeah. This is one. Of the, we don't have the sound bite. This is Craig's random story, brought to you by nothing. So just darn it. Anyway, so 
I still have, just quit looking. All no, right. I'm looking. So, uh, so the Letterman jackets were a big thing at the time. This yeah. was in the '90s. I have a backdraft jacket that the same guy that made it for the cast and crew made for us. We bought them, and it's got my name embroidered on stuff. And a couple, you know, a couple different movie jackets. I've got several of the Letterman jackets. And uh, it was just cool stuff. I love Letterman jackets. It was just really cool stuff. And and uh, I have friends that work in that business still at the same place, and it's it's not fun like that anymore. Nah, it's a It's all pencil pushing. Well, it's changed. I mean, technology sure is taking over. You don't buy Betamax tapes anymore. They were good quality. I You're mean, darn for, right. for, for tapes, they I were. I had a Betamax. So, I, so another real quick random story. Oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm at my mother's house, and she goes, hey, let me hook the VCR up. I'm like, okay, whatever. VCR. So she's got a VCR. She's got a DVD player, but she's got a bunch of old tapes. Yeah. My mother's elderly. She well, doesn't, I'm, you know. not, I'm not laughing at your mom. So, so. Um, Although you laugh at mine, mom. No, I laugh at you, then she gets mad at me, and yes. I think that's funny. Yeah. So anyway, um, she friended me on Facebook this week. Stop it. She really did. She hadn't even friended me. I mean, I got to be friends with Alan now. He's not even on Facebook. Oh, he will be when I'm done talking about it. <laughs> so, um so uh, I had a talk with Randall about brothers named Alan this week. By the I'm way, I'm telling you about the VCR. Right oh, now. go ahead. Yeah, it's and really so I interesting. Her VCR, I hooked up her VCR, and I realized how bad they look when you go back and look at yeah. her. Now hers has been sitting around, so the tape heads are probably sure. like, really disgusting. But it was it was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah but that, anyway, Chris Hansen. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're talking, going you, back. Yeah. Let's not talk about Randall. Okay. So why not? Well, because I got to finish the story. Oh, okay. Then go you ahead. can talk about Randall. So anyway, we're talking about Chris Hansen. You know, to catch predator. Blah blah blah. Uh, although Hanson's been a reporter since 1981, it was his run on To Catch a Predator that made him most famous. Uh, debuting on NBC in 2004, the show used decoys to lure online predators to a sting house, quote-unquote, where they would uh, meet Hanson uh, and his camera crew. Hi, guys. How you doing? <laughs> My name's I'm, Steve. My name's Steve. And, uh, you are? Uh, I'm, I'm you know, Chris. Nice to meet you. What's your camera guy's name? Hey, guys. Really nice to meet you guys. Y'all want beer? I got a whole He's bag like, of it. I just brought some beer because I heard you guys were recording a TV show, not because there was a 14-year-old here. So anyway, because the show operated in conjunction with law enforcement, those who arrived would always be arrested after having a chat with Hanson. You know it's, a, it's illegal to chat with Hanson because they would arrest you right after. <laughs> Poor Hanson. What? He's writing bad checks. He's lonely. Yeah. Nobody will talk to him. The show would ultimately come to a controversial end in 2008 when one of the suspects committed suicide after being confronted by the authorities and the news crew. Oh, I didn't know that. The series continues to air occasionally in syndication. Hanson's method of telling suspects to have a seat remains widely quoted to this day. Now, here's the thing. I feel that, that's horrible that somebody would kill themselves. Yes, it is. It's also horrible that what that person thought they were going to come do that day. Oh, true. So true. I don't think a show should slam on the brakes because how about when you arrest them, you also, as NBC, also pays for them you know they still go to jail or whatever but you offer them counseling some counseling yeah they need it yeah because you have to be mentally off to be in that position to start with people, people not right. say the same thing about this being on the show well there's no doubt about that you got to be weird a weirdo have a seat oh thank you <laughs> you want a beer <laughs> We're going back to this is two Australia stories in the same episode. We haven't had an Australia story in forever. I love Australian stories. I love Australia. Me too. Especially that chocolate thunder. Oh yeah. Headline is Australia wants you to stop taking wombat selfies, Craig. Stop it. And stop it now. Okay. Australia is home to some of the world's creepiest creatures. Well, we will not argue that. What's a drop bear? A what? A drop bear. Can you look that up while I'm reading? 
It says okay. Australia. I see it. I see it. Yeah, Australia is home to some of the world's creepiest creatures. Drop bears, anyone? But it's also home to some of the cutest. Maria Island, just off the eastern coast of Tasmania, is inhabited. Oh, it's a mythical marsupial resembling a koala, said to live in trees and attack people by dropping on their heads from above. <laughs> I want one of those. Someone, I want to put one of those in my brother's house. Someone told him that he needed to put Vegemite behind his ears to ward off the drop bears. That's funny. You Australians. Maria Island, just off the eastern coast of Tasmania, is inhabited by a large number of wombats. The adorable little marsupials are known for the resemblance to teddy bears. They are awfully cute. I want I want uh, Adam to come on the show one day and talk about magpies. What about their mysterious cube-shaped poo? Fecal surprise. Have you heard about that? No. Yes, they, they poo in cubes. And because their outrageous cuteness factor, combined with the fact that they have generally docile personalities, wombats have become the most must-have selfie accessories for visitors to Maria Island. Now, anyone who goes to Maria Island, Craig, you plan on a trip there, right? Maria Island? No. Which has no permanent human residence aside from park rangers will be greeted with signs. What makes them so special? Encouraging them to pledge to be a respectful traveler. The Maria Island pledge reads... I take this pledge to respect and protect the furried and feathered residents of Maria. I will remember that you are wild and pledge to keep you this way. I promise I will respectfully enjoy the wonders of your beautiful island home, from the wharf to the painted cliffs to the rocky bluffs. What is this? This land is your land? Haunted boat bays and mysteries of Martha's ruins. Wombats! When you trundle past me, I pledge I will not chase you with a selfie stick or get too close to you, babies. Babies. I, I, I will not surround you or try to pick you up. I will make sure I don't leave rubbish or food from my morning table. Food, you're becoming more and more Southern Australian as you go. <laughs> I pledge to let you stay wild. Potty on, Garth. I vow to explore with a sense of responsibility, adventure, and kindness. I will leave your wild island as I found it and take on memories filled with the beauty and my soul filled up with Wanda. Wander? Wand, 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 Wanda? Wanda? <laughs> as a state, we do a lot of education through our national parks, but there are parts of Tasmania where the animals Tasmania. are not as approachable. John Fitzgerald, the CEO of Tasmanian Tourism, got those, CNN they got travel. Those Tasmanian devils down there. We're asking people to respect the fact that they're wild animals and respect them for what they are. So, I want Adam. <laughs> okay. I want Adam to tell us about the magpies. I want him to go on the show one time and tell us about the magpies, these birds that well, apparently you know, it, are the devil's creatures. For him to be on the show, he has to get up pretty early That's in the morning. That's his problem, not mine. <laughs> We've interviewed him before. Long time ago, we talked to Adam. Yeah. yeah. Well, he needs to uh, respond back and tell us all about the magpies. The magpies, especially during mating season. What about wallaby cube? Poop? No. Magpies will just like dive bomb and attack you. Oh, really? crazy birds. Oh, yeah. Crazy, I've seen videos crazy birds. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get on to this so we can go home. All right. Well, it's uh, time for the Mark Patch Top 10. <laughs> top 10 bands that, in their own minds, thought they changed the world with their music. This list comes to us from thetop10s.com. I added that because that's such a subjective thing to say. Top 10 they bands. changed the world with their music. That changed the world with their music. Now, this is a website where you can go vote on top 10 list and put your favorites in there. And after a while, they hit they hit the uh, the front page. Actually, these are pretty good. Yeah, these are the top these ten are. bands that changed the world with their music. All right, number ten, Muse. 
Which I really can't speak to because I only know like one of their songs. I like Muse. I like them quite a bit, actually. Okay. Well, they apparently something about them changed the world with their music. Number nine of the top ten bands that changed the world with their music, Iron Maiden. You know why? They had that they had that giant Eddie character. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie who, scary zombie looking guy. Eddie who they killed and then he came back to life, oddly enough. You know, Iron Maiden, the older I get, the more I really like them. I, I listened to them some in high school. But now, like James got in, my son got into him for a while when he was younger, uh, when he was learning guitar and stuff. Guitar. Guitar. But they're they're really a good, I love the, Bruce Bruce's voice is amazing. I honestly can't think of it, a one Iron Maiden song. Oh, what about Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter? <laughs> Other <laughs> than a, that that's one. That's a good one. Number run, run to the Hills. <laughs> Our buddy Branflake can list every one of them. Number eight, I won't get fooled again, The Who. <laughs> Number seven. Top 10 bands that changed the world with their music, the Rolling Stones. Uh, Papa s- was a Rolling Stone. Pops? Yeah. Number six, Deep Purple. One of Lori's favorite bands. Uh, number five, the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Uh, number four? Boo. I'm Number four, I'm going to take about eight minutes to tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Make it steal some of the music that you're about to tell it with, because Jimmy Page will rip a song off in a heartbeat. Uh Led Zeppelin. Boo. Boo. Overrated. Top 10 bands that changed the world with their music. Number three, Pink Floyd. Love Pink Floyd. Number two. Wait, before you read this, can you argue with number two or number one? No. No, I can't either. I think that thing. Actually, I think the top three, this. Yeah, they're pretty good. Nailed it. Because because I think that the change the world could really be rewritten as. Change the musical world. Well, the that were truly original yeah you know yeah they and changed. Num- number one did change the music world. number two and number three did number, too. number two is just, uh, well we we'll just get to it what were you on number two yeah. yeah okay number two queen one of my all-time favorite bands just watch the movie not that we're talking about movies today. yeah the movie uh, they uh ario speedwagons in the movie no they were mentioned in the movie as yeah a, well as that's a, in as the a movie. pity reference <laughs> what a pity with reference. all these other really great bands <laughs> Just saw the movie. Apparently, we're not talking about movies on the Friday episode. I forgot. Now. We got to do the movie reviews. So we'll do it in a minute. We'll, no, we'll, not, we're, we'll do it quickly because I've only seen one movie. Okay. So. Uh, the number one of the top ten bands that changed the world with their music. Everybody, say it with us. The, the Beatles. Beatles. That's right. The Bloody Beatles. The Bloody. Okay. Beatles. What movie did you see? Real so, quick. I saw, so I saw the Queen movie. I saw uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. So you didn't see it in the theater like I did. No, it's out on digital now. Yeah, it's not. So anyway, so much. Um, it is. Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, the, the the funny things that I didn't pick up on, and I've, we were just discussing this, and I've been posting it on Facebook. The the guy that plays John Deacon, the bass yeah. player, yeah. who wrote Best Friend and what? Um, he didn't write. Uh, I want to break free. I think in he love wrote my, with the with my car. Somebody else. I can't remember. But anyway, he's played by uh, Joseph Mazzello, which is the kid from Jurassic Park, your favorite movie. Uh, and then. Uh, and then another Talk thing that was overrated. interesting was I'm sitting and watching Mike Myers talk in the movie for five minutes before I realized that's Mike Myers. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, I'm not a fan of this guy by any means, but the guy, uh, Adam Lambert, who is now, for whatever reason, singing lead with Queen yeah. when Mark Martell clearly is the one for the job. Yeah. He shows up as a truck driver, kind of passing glances at Freddie at the Ugh. beginning of the movie. Weird. And um, he is a uh, little cameo there, uncredited. But anyway, I Queen... Um, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give that movie probably out of five. I'm going to give it about four night at the operas. See, I think I gave it three half mic stands. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give yeah. it four night at the operas. Okay. Uh, it, it messed around with 
the facts a little, but that's yeah. because, but that's okay because it's a movie. They, they, you know, it was good. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. I just can't believe how dead on the um, casting was. Oh, it was perfect. I mean, Freddie, yeah. we knew how great uh, Ravi was going to be. Yeah. Is it Ravi's his name? Yeah, but the Mr. guy Robot. played Brian, the guy played uh, Brian May, and uh, like I said, Joseph playing well, uh, John Deacon, and then uh, Brian, Roger Taylor. Brian May not that hair. Oh man. So funny. And one but, of my favorite uh, pictures of Gary Richrath is with Brian May. And they're just having a grand old time. Well, it's because he just found out that they randomly mentioned Dario Speedwagon during a, when the adults were playing music. They happened to just throw a little shout out. Whatever. But it was a, it was a good movie. It's all right. Hey, thanks for listening. Episode 246. Tell your friends. Leave us a review. Hey, Pops. Hey, Mom. And remember, spay and neuter your pets. That was for you, Uncle Bob. Take us home, Mark Patch. No, really, we don't have a car. Could you give us a ride? (laughs) 